1: With Sarah, and welcome back to Talking Fast. That's Jacob, and I would like to know what you are drinking right now.
2: Well, Sarah, I'm just fresh off the plane from Mexico. Spent a week there. Real tough life. I don't know if I can tell. I got this crazy, amazing tan. Incredible. Thank you. Uh, so I'm drinking aloe juice. I don't have any. I think I've been told that that could help with a sunburn that you... I'm trying to cover up uh, everywhere but my face. I got like, lucky with the face. Is that
1: like a healing from within thing? Like, how does drinking aloe...
2: I'm hoping that it's going to be a bit of a placebo effect <laughs> where, like, by the you know the sense of you you rub, rub aloe on your skin it feels better maybe if you drink one of those aloe juices you just yeah your essence is cured and the sunburn goes away
1: so do you like little bits in your drinks like you're fine with the little like slimy little gooey- until
2: you said that i forgot <laughs> that there are the little it's floating bits yeah floating in. bits of aloe do you have any recommendations then for what i could do
1: uh no because i'm not gonna lie to you i don't really get sunburned. really rarely I get burnt like once a year maybe and that's because I'm dumb and if I don't wear sunscreen but I wear sunscreen I don't get burnt
2: really. Okay well maybe I'll just like
1: There's nothing you can do. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'll just suffer for the next few days. What what, what
2: about you? What do you have?
1: Speaking of suffering I'm suffering through this really bad matcha drink that I won't even show the people that are watching on YouTube because I don't like it. It tastes chalky and my throat is covered and I'm a little concerned about how I'm going to sound on this episode now.
2: I was going to say I saw it out of the corner of my eye and it doesn't Mm -hmm. first of all I don't want to drink anything that doesn't look appetizing and that that looks look. like an art supply for like a kid's mm-hmm. classroom it, yeah and
1: like one like they mix all the colors together and then yeah. it's like the paint i yeah. know i look i got i got like duped at the grocery store this woman was like these are on sale blah 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 and like i saw the green
3: on Do you guys sale. know i like the color green? how much was it
1: like five dollars and something.
2: Five dollars five dollars is not on sale for a drink like that.
1: Yeah, but it's like greenhouse, so it is on sale. For what them. does that mean? It's greenhouse juices, and it comes with like the glass bottle. So I'll reuse the bottle. I'll, okay. I'll have a purpose. I'll reuse the glass bottle.
2: A little bit of a redemption for you there.
1: Maybe just a tad, but I will not be repurchasing. I'll take um, it. Yeah, we're gonna try.
2: Sarah, what are you watching? What are we watching this week?
1: Oh my god! I for the last twenty four hours have watched both seasons of Abbott Elementary. What is this? you need okay wait am i gonna get canceled right Ale- now Did you Honestly? just ask me what emmy and golden globe winning show Abbott elementary I, is
2: sarah i'm so far behind on my tv watching it's not even funny
1: that's like actually like a like i mean we might it's, have to do a strike system here because like you know i said like <laughs> <laughs> episode one that you're the host go, like co-host for now f- like for that, the that might be future for the, the foreseeable, foreseeable future, future is about to run I mean, out that might be your first strike
2: Wow, Abbott Elementary,
1: Keinta Brunson. She's worked for BuzzFeed. That was like her start forever ago. And then she went on and wrote this show, and it's literally like The Office, but it's set in an elementary school. And it's a like comedy sitcom. It's so good. It's so funny. Anyways, it's amazing. The guy from Everybody Hates Chris is in it. Like it okay, is. Okay, you know what? Do I you watch award shows? They've won everything at the Emmys and Golden Globes over the past few weeks. Oh my god! Your our next guest is like going to the- be a. a it's going to be ridiculous. Our guest today is going to be, like, embarrassed that Hopefully she's on the show. Hopefully you know. I make it
2: as co-host through the end of this episode because it's not looking good for me.
1: When the camera's cut and you guys don't see Jacob anymore, then <laughs> you'll know why. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, go home and, like... Educate yourself. Okay, um, well on then Abbott Abbott I'm Elementary. gonna change
2: what I'm watching this week. I'm gonna watch this as well. I, I hereby This declare what's the show called Abbott Elementary. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Well, you should just yeah, go and watch Abbott, but I want to know what are you listening to? Because you spent a lot of time on an airplane. It's you true. Had, I spent a lot of delays. time on an
2: airplane and and I was away for a week with my family, and I was talking this up to them both on the ground at the beach, and then to everyone else, I was listening to our show, Talking Fast, which actually charted our first episode charted on both the itunes
1: neither of us were paying attention to it nor did we notice but it did chart
2: spotify i think was a little bit higher so like you know get those follows up there and we'll see how we go
1: so when i was looking at the chart of where people listen from that's where like the mexico contingency came from it was you doing some on the ground promo
2: we were like you know 15 20 or something in canada we were number one in mexico (laughs) 100 (laughs) percent.
1: there's like some it's so interesting looking at the back in analytics. there's some random random countries that people listening I don't know yeah 100% what
2: about you what are you listening to
1: um I could say Taylor Swift every single week but specifically this week it was a lot of Taylor Swift because I'm re-entered my reputation era right if you know you know what that means and I will not speak further my reputation era has begun
2: well I guess we'll leave it at that
1: <laughs> With this next guest, I grossly embarrassed myself when I didn't save her number in my phone. And then I had to ask, who is this, when they wanted to meet up at an event. Whether you recognize her calming voice from the radio or updating you on all the latest celebrity news and stories on your TikTok feed, Shannon Burns has quickly made a name for herself as one of the most recognizable faces in Canadian radio. I'm so excited she's here because selfishly, I'm hoping that she can give us a few tips for this show. Please welcome Shannon Burns.
3: Yay, what an intro, thank you. Oh,
1: thanks, Uh, thank you for coming. Selfishly, we are just here having you here to like
3: this is just for get, feedback it's like yeah
1: it's just feedback we're new to this right so yeah. we're, we're okay, trying so to bring I have, in a professional I role.
3: have listened to the podcast and I do have some notes
1: okay well we can talk <laughs> about <laughs> <them to laughs> us. Yeah, we go I'm we go, totally kidding we go, you guys are
3: fantastic yeah. we go yeah we like say we want constructive feedback and then it's like oh wait you're actually gonna give it <laughs> like maybe never mind. not <laughs> um, no I'm a big fan of the podcast you guys are great obviously you like have garnered an audience for a reason you're very authentic and you guys have a great rapport so look at her taking over hosting she already knows <laughs> what
1: to <do. laughs> You're killing a little it
3: for turning it around. Um, it's also
1: just selfishly a way for us to finally hang out because we've been saying right. we're going to hang out forever. That's so true. you just ask people to come on the pod and then it make sure they have no other plans that night and then you get and to go hang out. out after. Yeah, that it's makes the best. Okay, so um, obviously you work in radio. And what I want to know is and what most people, when I said that you were coming on the pod, is they're like, we want to know how she actually got started. Because right. I think there's a lot of people that also
3: just want to work in media that listen. So tell us the Shannon Burns origin story. Yeah, that is a question that I do get a lot because people are like, how do you get a job in radio? How mm-hmm. does that happen? But you can actually go to school for it, which a lot of people don't realize. So I went to school for TV and radio broadcasting. That was the program that I went to at Niagara College. There was film in there too, but I wasn't great at that. And then I dropped it right away. Um, So I ended up majoring in presentation so anything like in front of the microphone or in front of the camera uh and then we were trained in things like news and sports and radio and all of that stuff and radio is really just the thing that I fell in love with mm-hmm. I loved it because I I'm not great with sports sorry Sarah um, Same. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah news is just so serious so I didn't want to face that every day. So Mm -hmm. radio just really seemed like the thing that would really allow me to talk about the things that I was actually interested in and have a lot of fun. And the thing I say about radio all the time is it's such a great job because the more fun that you have on the radio, the better job that you're doing. So I was like, I want to have that challenge every single day. Um, so I went to school for that and then it was really just about like working my way up after that. So I started as an intern actually in, in Alberta. Um, they the teachers kind of advise that like if you want to make it you it's best to just go to a small town and then start mm-hmm. working your way up rather than try and get a job in Toronto right away so I went to Alberta started in like Medicine Hat Alberta as like oh a God, co-host a Medicine Hat? yeah i wow. like a co-host of a rock station rock One Hundred 105.3 with Shannon and Poncho in the morning <laughs> um <laughs> uh yeah so I did I co-hosted a morning show at a rock station it was like one of three stations in the town yeah it was really a very interesting experience and I learned a lot and then uh ended up getting a job on air in Edmonton at Virgin Radio Edmonton where I like went up like worked my way up there for a couple years and then I got offered a job at CHUM 104.5 in Toronto um so then I ended up hosting the evening show there and then from there I got asked if I wanted to host a show on Virgin Radio which now is syndicated and airs across 10 cities in Canada oh my god so yeah every single day or every weekday so now I've been doing that for about a year and a half and here I am oh my god that's crazy crazy
1: right how was moving to Alberta? I just need to know yeah. because like <laughs> because, no well, so we went to like radio and television school as well, Jacob and I did. Right. And I th- I remember the thing that you always drilled in our head was Toronto's not where your career starts, it's where your career yes, ends. And they that's they exactly always it. say that. And it's like, because if you fail there, then like you're not getting back in and all these like scary things, which yeah. is not really that true. Like they just
3: scare you. Oh, I know. But uh, it's
1: so common to have to go other places. Yeah. But uh so you had to go to the other side of the country Mm -hmm. because you're from like here. I'm from from here. I'm from
3: Burlington. So I'm from like right outside Toronto. So I always wanted to live in Toronto. Um, But then, yeah, I didn't know anyone at Edmonton. I lied to the people that were – I did the job interview with. And I was like, yeah, I have tons of friends and family that live there. (laughs) I didn't know anyone. So then I got the internship and then, yeah, went out there. It was definitely an interesting experience. I – I moved there in the middle of January. So it was like minus 30 snow, Edmonton weather. Um, So that was definitely an adjustment. And then, yeah, I ended up living there for five years in Alberta total. And I fell in love with it because the people there are just so great. They're like what makes that area so yeah some of my closest friends are from there and i go back every year and it's it was great but also i'm a lesbian and it's really conservative so there's like that whole thing too <laughs> but, like, <laughs> well i was gonna ask like how
1: do you even like because like five years ago how do you even begin like making friends and these like well in medicine hat that's so yeah. tiny i assume everyone would be like everyone went to high school with each other like they all know each
3: other totally yeah I moved in with two girls I met on Kijiji and they'd like never met a queer (laughs) person before (laughs) I like yeah I like um, just like reached out to them and yeah it was it was crazy and I I remember asking them I like was texting with the one girl and I was like are you guys like LGBTQ plus friendly because I wanted to make sure that they weren't against that if I'm gonna be living with them and they were like what is that like what does that mean and I was like oh like are you okay with gay people they're like yeah sure like I've never met anyone but I'm sure it's fine so it was very much like that so I felt like I was introducing things to people I guess oh my God. I, in that way but then by the time I moved to Edmonton I was like I found my people there is like a great queer scene yeah. there and like yeah Edmonton'
1: yeah. shocking like, like I don't I only went to Edmonton for the first time like literally a month ago mm. and I was like we actually I met up with like your friend my friend and so yeah, I know. We, but Small it's world. so funny because like they were talking about how like Edmonton's actually like way more progressive than like Calgary which I think is probably what most oh, people wouldn't realize yeah and like my friend from Calgary was like vouching for that so it was really like I was a little bit shocked but it was actually like Really cool. Edmonton was cooler than I thought it was going to be, yeah. to be honest. That's what
3: that's what I say to everyone because they're like, oh, Edmonton? And I'm like, don't say – like, don't judge it, it before you experience it. you definitely give
1: too
2: bad of a rap here in Toronto as well.
1: I, yeah. yeah
3: people and like people really in Toronto don't. just to, like, love yeah. Toronto and nowhere <laughs> yeah. else, you know? I
1: know. They, like, don't want – like, it's, like, the center of the universe. Yeah.
3: And I say that as someone who's, like, yeah, lives born here. and raised in Ontario. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. Okay. So,
3: I guess, like, something that like, people,
1: people are listening to the show that could take out of that is, like, how, like, do you – go and make friends in a right. new like it's something that we pr- you probably get questions about all the time like moving to new cities and whatever but how do you go and move to like the middle of
3: nowhere and then and, and make, make friends, friends and make like lifelong friends uh, what worked for me is the internet I've always the best before it was TikTok it was Instagram before it was Instagram I was on Tumblr like it just yes. whatever platform works for you um, but I knew I had two friends in Edmonton that I knew from Tumblr that I'd never met in person so that really when I say I didn't know anyone it was like just two people who I had followed online yeah. so I reached out to them and I was like hey and they were queer as well so I was like hey do you guys want to hang out and then we ended up hanging out the first weekend that I moved there and they're still two of my closest friends Paulina Is our, one our friend her wife oh my god yeah wait, was real. one of the girls who I ended up dating for like a year so um <laughs> which also happens you know um yeah so it's just things like that it's really just making an effort and reaching out to people and then if they say sometimes people will be like yeah let's hang out and then never end up making plans with you and that's something that happens a lot I'll the time. but it's really just taking that initiative and like going for it so I and trying to be like as outgoing as you can and mm-hmm. things like that I do consider myself a pretty outgoing person so I do find it can be easier to make friends in that way but even like moving to Toronto after living in Alberta for five years I'd never lived in Toronto before I lost a lot of my friends that I grew up with after coming out because I grew up in like a really religious community mm-hmm. so I didn't have any of those friends anymore um yeah so moving to toronto too is also a challenge and it is i found it a lot harder to make friends in toronto than i did in edmonton um that's really surprising and also just note that like if you guys
1: don't know like shannon hangs out with like the coolest coolest like you have the coolest friend group in the city yeah literally i do think my friends are really cool do you know who she's friends with like her your friend group is like like legitimately like someone i work with was like wait you know Shannon do you know she hangs out with all the cool lesbians like <laughs> and like I know Lex and stuff too but like you guys are known yeah as like-
2: I was gonna say I think when I got on TikTok you were probably one of my first followers yeah and I was just like first of all I just love pop culture as well oh, so nice. that was something I love that. Kind of clearly not
1: because you don't it
3: it
2: it <laughs> on. know one strike, <laughs> give <me two> more. <laughs> but then uh, aside from that I was just like this is like a cast of characters that you have that's like a sitcom of its own not mm-hmm. in like that it's a funny Way or anything mm. like that, but of just like this is an aspirational friend group that nice. I would love. And then also, speaking about building community and whatnot, too, I, I've seen in your comments almost nonstop, you're like, How do I find a friendship Friends group like, that. like yeah. this? Mm-hmm. Can I join your friend
3: group? <laughs> totally. Is what people are always saying. Did I ask to join? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And was, the more the merrier. Like, yeah, let's always. keep it going. But that actually ended up turning into something this past summer because I would post about my friend group and things mm-hmm. online. And I had a lot of questions like that. So yeah. then I, I uh, was talking to another friend about that and we're like, we should plan like a big queer meetup and Mm -hmm. like have uh, a place for a lot of people to meet each other before Pride takes place because there was a lot of people that came out during the pandemic that didn't really have, hadn't experienced Pride before Mm -hmm. and it is a lot to take in. Um, So we wanted to create a space for people to meet friends before going to Pride or like hang out with our friend group and things like Mm -hmm. that and actually make that happen. So we planned like a queer Pride um, picnic in June of this past year and there was like 1500 people that showed up to 1500 so Amazing. like right. wait that's incredible yeah we had it at Chrissy Pitts, and it like uh, we posted a few videos on TikTok that blew up so then that got a lot of people to come and then it just turned into this big event and it was so fun so then we had another beach day and then we're gonna plan for more in the future but there were so many people that then made friends at the event which is exactly that's what we were best. going for so yeah it was really great and then we ran into people at Pride that had met at the picnic that were there with each oh, other awesome. and we were like crying yeah. it was a whole thing so oh my
1: it was god great. I love that that's, actually
3: I didn't even think about how like yeah because Pride is like so I've worked pride
1: before when i worked for a beer company oh, yeah. and, was, and most i didn't sleep that entire weekend it was the most insane <laughs> week of my life but um i think too it actually might feel isolating for some people if they don't have
3: people to like celebrate right. pride with so that's really cool yeah and a lot of people come out like myself yeah. where all of a sudden all these people around you that you thought were your friends and things just aren't your friends anymore so it's it is hard to then go out and then make new friends and all mm-hmm. of those things so that's just one way that we wanted to like make it a little bit easier.
2: So talking about creating community, uh, both offline, but then you talked a little bit about, you know, finding those people and advertising those events that you're hosting on TikTok. First of all, TikTok is a relatively new platform mm-hmm. too. What, you started on Tumblr, you said, a little bit making friends, but what drew you to TikTok, both professionally I guess and yeah. personally.
3: Yeah, I think for a lot of people like myself it was during the pandemic when everything was shutting down and I consider myself a bit of a workaholic. So I'm just always doing work-related things and then all of a sudden having so much free time mm-hmm. was kind of difficult. I was like, what do I do now? Yeah. So I downloaded TikTok and then just immediately got hooked because I just love social media and pop culture and all of mm-hmm. those things So, um, and creating videos and stuff. So for me, yeah, I just downloaded it, started posting videos and I also like love the game of it I don't know if you feel the same way where it's like if you do something and it performs well then you like do something else you like tweak your content to like make things do well and see what works and what doesn't work and things like that it's like a puzzle it is like a puzzle yeah Yeah. so and it also was a way like I am really into pop culture as you guys know so and I feel like I have all these like random facts so then I was like what if I start saying those facts on TikTok and like see if other people are into that too and then they were which is really great and then I also started making videos like showing behind the scenes of working at a radio station and stuff like that which is crazy because because something happened like i think the ra- the reason radio
1: had its resurgence i this is just me observing yeah is literally because of tiktok so i worked at a ra- radio station was my very first like job in media i worked at star 93 3 um, nine- of <laughs> <class of> Broadcasting, <laughs> and i used to whatever so i used to work at a radio station i worked the front desk help edit commercials and whatnot it's so, like i knew how radio worked from mm. working there but like i guess you forget that most people don't, don't. understand how it works the amount of creators that like like you probably being like one of the biggest but the amount of creators that blew up that were radio hosts just showing how radio works like I swear to god that was my for you page for like a month and a half was just how radio works how's it happen and it was getting hundreds of thousands of like likes and comments and like people were so like I, did you feel that in the moment being like, oh my God, everyone loves radio? Yeah, I totally, and I,
3: re- I even had a conversation with like my mom about it because I was like, I didn't expect so many people to be interested because I just thought it was like, I thought radio was like this nerdy niche thing that 100%. I'm into because when I hang out with my radio friends, no one wants to hear the conversations that we're talking about because yeah. we just are nerding out about radio. So then I was like, I don't think that people would be into this, but then post starting to post videos, just showing them behind the scenes of like how we bleep out swear words and how we take callers and how we screen mm-hmm. people for contests or like things like that. Um, yeah, Yeah, it really started to blow up and I was so excited to be able to like share this thing that I love and this passion of mine with other people.
2: And I was going to say too, what I I think you popped up on my feed personally too, doing lives. Yeah. Yeah. Which is one thing that the way where oh, radio yeah. came up for me, seeing how the sausage is made kind of totally. like literally just not watching. Just, the yeah, mechanisms. not just like a one-off of, of how one particular thing works, which is super mm-hmm. interesting, how to bleep words and whatnot, but then seeing like a full five, ten minutes, whatnot that'll yeah. stick around for lot. And, and I guess like, too, oh. it's because
1: like there's so many T V shows about TV shows or movies about how movies are made and all that stuff. I feel like actually radio had never been touched. So <laughs> it <laughs> actually that's worked a out. It bit. Yeah. yeah, I was out of it that way. And it never been t- it never been touched. So that's why like people were able to like there's literally full blown influencers that are a radio host just because like you guys shared the basics of radio which yeah. is crazy and now you're probably like gonna have a whole like resurgence of people that
3: Want that as a career, like totally know that it can be an yeah. option for them now. So many I've been reached out to by so many people that have said they've then gone to radio school because they've like watched <gasps> my videos and things like that, which is so cool. So I'm glad to like inspire in a little bit, yeah, in oh that God, way. I love that. So yeah. Wait, on great.
2: the game front, so you said TikTok's a little bit of a game. So yeah. what's working right now, content-wise?
3: Oh, uh, that's a great <laughs> question. Um, I, so with TikTok, I mean, I do like to post to see what does well, but then I also do post like things that I, I'm just interested in because I like making things for regardless if if it does well or not. But like pop culture stories will also always do well. Mm -hmm. So things that are like, if I see something like a story come out that is like less than an hour old, I'll like jump on it quick on TikTok. And typically, depending on what it is or like, I guess how well I tell the story or things, that usually does pretty well. And then also like reaching back in the archive. So like any sort of like, pop culture history story that i can give
2: i was gonna say also does well the winona rider story that you oh, the, the shoplifting. shoplifting story that you told yeah i was hooked on that i nice. think i watched the Twitter yeah. three times. <laughs>
1: i also feel like there's like things that if you are somebody that's embedded in pop culture that you think everybody else knows yes and then you go and then you realize oh wait majority of people don't know this so even with some of your videos i've seen i go how did I go, how did this many people not know not this story? Totally. I, I was looking today. I can't even think of an example, but there's like the amount of times I'm like, even the fact that people didn't realize that Lisa Marie Presley was married to Michael Jackson. Yeah. At one yeah. Point. And I go how does, how do these, like, I guess this generation, they just don't, they just didn't know, like, whatever it was, but it's, like, stories like that, which is really cool that you just are able to
3: share all that knowledge and make content out of it. And I think about that, too, like, as a millennial, because I'm, like, things that I remember that I'm sure a lot of people my age remember, just because we all know it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that the next, like, generation of people know it, so I kind of want to be, like, a millennial older sister that's, like, updating you on the history of pop culture, you know, so, yeah, I do, and sometimes I'll see videos where I'm like I had that idea but I didn't do it because I assumed that everyone knew and then I see someone else post it and I'm like darn it like yeah yeah, yeah." I didn't know that (laughs) I'm like I should have posted that because no one else did know that apparently
1: so apparently we should assume um, nobody knows anything because Jacob didn't know what <laughs> Abbott Elementary was. Yes. <laughs> we gotta
2: title the episode something about Abbott Elementary.
1: Get them on the show. Um,
2: so you also post clips of interviews that you do. Yeah. One thing that popped for me was the what was the Louis Capaldi right like Nardwar kind of moment. Yeah. Of thank the, you so much for saying that. Yeah. That's such deep, a compliment. The deep dive of kind of shocking him into knowing who his brother was and right. asking him about his brother. Uh, so talking about the people that you've interviewed do you have a favorite do you have one that's like a dream coming up that you want to do yeah
3: there's so many like artists that I want to talk to so I mainly talk to a lot of like pop singers because of of working in pop radio Um, Louis Capaldi was a big one I think he was probably one of my favorite people that I have talked Mm -hmm. to just because so cool yeah and we just had such a good rapport and it was like in person which doesn't happen as often because a lot are on Zoom and stuff now Mm -hmm. Um, so that one was really fun and we just like got on really well so at the end I was like Am I friends with Louis Quality? Like, are we, best friends, are we best friends? And then, um, and then I obviously got him with that question, which he was like so shocked by, it. and we like talked about it after and stuff. So that was really cool. Um, and then I just interviewed him again a couple months ago, and he was like, Hey, you're the, you, I yes. remember you. Oh, and so yeah, he's like, You asked me about my brother, that was a great question. I would try, I was about to try and do like an st- accent for Louis Quality, but I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that was really cool. That was like a big moment because I am such, su- just such a huge fan of his. Um, I've interviewed Ed Sheeran twice now, which has been crazy because he's also just such a nice person. I yeah. interviewed Taylor Swift. So I mean, like that <laughs> obviously oh. is like top of the list. Like I can't believe that I interviewed Taylor Amanda, Swift. When did you interview Taylor Swift?
1: It was Sorry, like, guys. This is a <laughs> podcast.
3: The now. It was like so before Zoom was even a thing we'd either do in person or phone interviews. Or phone, so I did a phone yes. interview with Taylor. So I haven't technically met Taylor Swift, but I've interviewed is this Taylor like, Swift.
1: like what? era like what year are we talking? What
3: twenty eighteen? Okay,
1: so reputation era. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like right after that. Wow. Um, era. 2018, 2019. Era, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so and I have a clip of her saying my name in it oh. like so that I just like anytime I'm having a bad day I like play Taylor Swift saying my name over and over oh um yeah so that was crazy but a big one for me I'm a huge Miley Cyrus fan you got to and I Miley? got to interview Miley Cyrus <gasps> um, that's cool yeah and I just am like I I don't typically fangirl over the artist that I interview because I have to be professional but that one I was like having a hard time not yeah. being like I love you so do you ever much. get nervous though because like okay so oh, all the time my like
1: but like not even nervous because of who they are but nervous that they're going to disappoint you.
3: Yeah, a little bit because like the don't meet your heroes type thing. Yeah, absolutely, especially with ones that I really love, like yeah. Miley. Like if sh- that interview hadn't gone well, yeah. I think that would have like stung every time I like yeah. turn on some of my favorite songs by her. <laughs> but luckily enough, like ninety nine percent of the time, the interviews go great. So yeah, that's
1: good to hear. Yeah, that's why I'm terrified to meet Taylor Swift because I think she'll disappoint me and I
3: can't. No, everyone that. that I know that's met Taylor Swift has like had nothing but great things. But then this I-
1: is
2: my I other say, issue. That was more a question for you for the. Is Taylor nice? Yeah,
3: that's the subtle Do you want to know of, uh, something cool about the interview that yes. I had there? Okay, so.
1: <laughs> I'm like, sorry, everyone. One person DMed me and said, I hope this just eventually becomes a Taylor Swift podcast anyway. This so is starting this is now. Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: I've done phone interviews and Zoom interviews and every kind of interview, but I've never had. So before the interview with Taylor Swift, she reached out to everyone that was interviewing her that day, I'm assuming, and had everyone send a photo of themselves and two fun facts about themselves so that before, the interview took place, she felt like she also knew who you were. Rather than just like picking up yeah, each phone, and and, like doing like, the interview. mindlessly doing yeah, it, like doing that one is, after that's, another. Good research. That's, that's so impressive. cool. Yeah. I'm and so I don't know any other artist that has ever done anything like that. So Taylor Swift. She's like, Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, amazing. points in the good, book. She's good books. Good books. Yeah. I still just like, I don't know if I can ever meet
1: her unless I'm like having five hours with her. It's like the yeah. two extremes. You know, it's like totally. the extremes. It's like if it would feel
3: Anyways, we don't need to keep talking
1: about me. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's that's actually really cool, though. But um,
3: your, your Taylor Swift is my Oprah. Like, I'm obsessed with Oprah. And then I got to meet her. And you got and to meet Oprah. It, it was like, yeah, the whole thing about not meeting your heroes, it was like, not there because she was amazing she and it was, was like exact. everything I could have Oprah's imagined. the
1: reason like, I mean like, not Oprah but like part of the reason I do this show is because I watch Oprah with my mom yeah, every single me day me too that's the reason I, yeah, got I got into exactly. broadcasting and that's why like, I wanted to host a talk show is because of oh, Oprah amazing yeah me too so, we have a lot more man we're just going to gush about each other this <laughs> <episode>.
3: <laughs> we'll save
2: it for after yes exactly
1: Wow. Okay. I need to so, watch the
2: Oprah deep cuts now. Who oh, yeah.
1: else is
3: though like who's like a top personalist that you haven't got to speak with yet that you want Ooh, to? That's a good one. I feel like I really would love to like sit down with Harry Styles. Um, I have a lot of questions.
2: I saw in your <laughs> what 2022 wrap up, you made eye contact. I
3: made eye contact with Harry Styles that's in 2022. Huge. So, 2023 is the year of meeting Harry Styles. I met Harry Styles when I was 16 years
1: old on a show called um, One Direction Revealed um it was a much music thing because so i had a one direction fan account he was very nice he but was, that was yeah, <laughs> a decade ago that's so wild. i do <laughs> yeah it was at the old new music live studio so at oh, okay. queen street yeah that's where yeah, i work yeah and he was he was nice
2: did you ask a question or anything
1: um n- no i didn't it was weird it was like they did surprised you meet all of them us. yeah yeah so they, what they did is like they dropped a kurt like they told us we were there for a show called fangirls which are fan girl fan super fan super fan is what it was called mm-hmm. and then they like did um an interview and they screen test all of us and then three of us got picked nice i got picked to be one of the three <laughs> interviews yeah. so it was me and two other girls that were interviewed and everyone else was like standing around mm-hmm. we were all twitter people though like we oh, had yeah, all yeah. and then like it was lauren toyota was hosting and we nice. were like sitting there talking and then they like fake a zoom like no it wasn't zoom at the time it was skype right. they faked yeah. out a skype thing oh. that one direction was there and then they made it glitch <gasps> and then, and then they all the girls were like screaming and i turned around and went they're fucking here. I thought they're fucking here. That's not fake. And then we turn around. There's this like clip that my dad to this day is still impersonates. Maybe I'll put it in the video version of this um, of me turning around and then I like, I'm screaming. I'm like shaking the much music <laughs> microphone and I just start waving at them like this. And then I didn't, I don't remember anything else that happened. No way. I, didn't I know I stood out. next to Liam Payne like during the interview. Lauren let me like go center but mm-hmm. we didn't get to take photos with them or anything i just like have screenshots from the, from the video <laughs> from the
3: video amazing yeah. wow what a good this experience clip. but i had to
1: give harry my mic and he was oh. like thank you and i'm like <laughs> 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 that was it he was nice a decade
3: ago so Is your favorite no he wasn't at the time no i was a nile girl um, oh yeah, yeah. i've interviewed nile a couple of times too He's He's not, Niall, yeah now my My biggest number. flex is that he followed me on twitter and i didn't realize for like six <gasps> months so then and flex yeah that is a flex yeah right? i was like well oh
1: i guess You're i'll like, follow like, oh, you back yeah. oh and then they're gonna know he'll like notice me like oh <laughs> <laughs> finally <laughs> better late than never i guess <laughs> oh my god that's amazing so one of the questions i got actually multiple times from people is if you were bringing back your podcast oh
3: i didn't know that people were as interested in my podcast that they would ask that yeah i'd
1: like at least three dams going I was a listener of Shannon's podcast is she bringing it back
3: yeah so I host a podcast with my friend Paulina who is our mutual friend that you just met um and we talk about like all things like film and tv and pop culture related kind of going back into like the Archives of Pop Culture. Um, we stopped doing it. It was mainly like a pandemic project where we were both like working from home and we were on Zoom and we wanted to do this thing. So I don't know if I'm going to bring that podcast back specifically because I love the idea of like some podcasts being like a season of a show or like a, a limited series, yes. you know? So I think it might end up being that because I have so many other ideas for other podcasts that I want to do. So there might be other things that are in the work down the line. Wow. So that's my answer to that. Well, but that if you haven't listened though. to my podcast already, there are a lot of episodes of pop for Thoughts, so you can check that out oh my god i love that i feel like we just
1: got like a
2: little yeah, like, there exclusive. was a squeeze, there was a tease of a squeeze i know
3: right? not to be because i know you guys don't like the, the people that are like there's something a surprise in the works. <laughs> <laughs> in like it isn't months. that because there's literally nothing in the works but down the line there will we can be make something in the works and though. it will be a podcast
2: so.
1: <laughs> and it will be a well that makes sense there you that go makes sense
2: kind of going back to like the cast of friends on tiktok okay yeah. i've been following you for a little while myself, you are like low
3: as shannon family i know i <laughs> I, I, know. I, <laughs> I thought what? that you would like know this nothing is, about me so i'm very no, surprised this is, this is
2: something i guess is being
3: revealed.
1: he knows more about you than <laughs> emmy award-winning <laughs> abbott elementary <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: doing my research you know mm-hmm. um so you recently moved in with your girlfriend morgan yeah after being friends for a long time. Right. And then dating long distance for a long time.
1: Right, yeah. Into a beautiful apartment.
2: I was going to say, first of all, because I know that you just dropped where you got the couch. Right. But the projector setup is good. But the real question is, how <laughs> is tra- how has the transition been, first from dating long distance, but right. then now to actually living being together. in the same city? Not only in the same city, but in living together. Yeah. yeah.
3: That is, it's been pretty crazy. So my girlfriend Morgan and I have been friends for t- almost 10 years now, which That's is crazy. what? We met on Tumblr.com. Um, where That's I met fun. a lot of my queer friends. And then, um, yeah, so we met. We were friends for a really long time. We, like, always had flings here and there, or, like, crushes on each other. But she lived in North Carolina. I lived in Edmonton at the time. We're like, that is way too far to do anything. And then, eventually, she was living in Chicago. I was living in Toronto. And we were both single. And then, during the pandemic, we started FaceTiming all the time. And then, one thing led to another. And now, we've been dating for almost three years, which is crazy. So, she, yeah, we did long distance for, two years which is insane during the pandemic when the border was still closed (laughs) so the first seven months of our relationship we didn't see each other in person um which was insane and then we had to get like this like um form pat like approved for me to be able to go there or her to come here and then finally when the border opened I could go there but yeah that so that whole Thing like dating during a pandemic, long distance is just insane. So then, luckily enough, she got like a work permit to come here for a year and then moved here. So she's lived here since May, and we were living together in the apartment that I was living in, right? Um, which was a little small for two people. So that was even a, like a challenge in itself. But it was just so great. Like anytime that we fight or like bicker about something, we're like, how isn't it so nice that we can like fight because yeah. we see each other every single day? Yeah, like and it's- have like a reason to bicker. yeah. <laughs> it really gives you this like new found perspective on it because like anytime anything yeah we just like sit down to watch a movie we're like remember when we'd have to watch on facetime like remember we have to do the everything was just always so difficult so i think it just has made the relationship that much greater um and she loves living in toronto so it's very exciting yeah i I was gonna say i was gonna ask the vibe check on toronto so yeah she loves it she think okay she does have her little things about it which is teaching me i think a lot about the city because she says that like she'll point out things like how if you're walking down the street and somebody's walking towards you, they they won't get out of the way. Like no, you always you, have to you, be – Yeah, it's like a face You off. will, like, bump into people, which I've never noticed, but now I notice it all the time, that people, like, don't get out of the way and things mm-hmm. like that. But she also, like, has a lot of things about how there's just, like, everybody is always – she says that Toronto is very much like New York because people are just always so busy and always doing something. There's, like, always something going on, and mm-hmm. people are always out and about doing yeah. stuff, which is very true. Yeah. So I just, guess yeah. she – I was just gonna say, she lived in Chicago before. Chicago and Toronto are like kind very of similar. similar yeah. yeah. The population here is bigger. So I think that's bi- the biggest oh. thing. And then, and Chicago has like a lot more history, but they are mm-hmm. very similar. Yeah. Like I would go back and forth a lot. It's
1: similar energy yeah. between the two. Totally. And like
3: they're both off water. The weather's mm-hmm. kind of the same, things like that. They so just yeah. have a properly built up waterfront. Yeah. <laughs> true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that was my biggest gripe when I went to Chicago. I was like, this is what Toronto just could to look like. I know. Our are, are just like water is next to a highway. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's rough. <laughs> it's
2: bad. Does she say Toronto correctly?
1: She does. Yeah. Good. Okay, yeah. Huge. You even just pronounced the second T there.
2: No. Toronto oh you Toronto. did okay I'm hearing things sorry <laughs> I'm, trying to put a I'm looking for a out. second I'm
3: strike Toronto. for you <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: this close I'm trying to get him off the said she wants to do a anymore. podcast and I'm like
3: that's the surprise I've that's been working the the on thing. is I just
2: wheel out of
3: here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm like the new s- co-host slow wheel out I do talk fast so I, <laughs> I know, fit the criteria that's, you're, yeah. you
1: speak at a like it works for my you know people are like the speed you talk at is perfect for my brain like all of your videos two x. some people said they normally listen to podcasts on 2x they're like I don't think I'm going
3: to do that for one, I know. started doing that with Netflix shows. I've been watching oh, them at really? like, That's, yeah, the 1.5. Immediately,
1: yeah. yeah, I watch YouTube at 1.5 always, right? It's just enough that their voice doesn't get distorted, yeah. you but like, don't it's like, really notice, <laughs> but yeah, you get it exactly. done quicker, yeah. faster, exactly. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to our voicemail segment. If you have a question for any of our guests or for us, we can try to give advice, answer the questions. You can email us at talkingfastshow at gmail.com, which we actually got questions in our email finally. Did we really? So people are listening. It's working. Or you can DM us on Instagram at talkingfastshow. Jacob, you are going to kick us off with a voicemail. Sarah,
2: first voicemail question that we have, and it comes from Holly. What is a typical day off for you? What does that look like?
3: Nice. Is that for It's for you? Yeah. I was gonna say or all of us? All of us. A typical day off? It was specific to
1: Shannon. What is a typical
3: that's especially because right now it's january um and i've been doing like dry january so i've been trying to like really self-care do all of those things which i'm sure will fall off in like a week or two (laughs) but i'll wake up like on a saturday morning let myself sleep in a little bit because i don't get to sleep in during the week and then i will um, be the typical toronto girl i will go to like a spin class or pilates as you
1: should and then
3: uh shout out sweat and tonic and then (laughs) um come home usually like I don't know, make lunch with my girlfriend and then we'll like do any errands that we have to do that day or just like lounge around our house because we did recently move into a new apartment that is huge. It's like so weirdly big. It's beautiful. And it's the rent is Toronto price rent. So I can't afford to do anything other than just hang out in my apartment. So so I've been doing that a lot and watching a lot of movies because it's like award season right now. So that's typically, yeah, I'll just like catch up on shows and. Um, probably make like a TikTok or two and yeah that's nice. my day off and then typically if I'm not in like a wellness phase mm-hmm. then I'll like go out with the lesbian group um, and then go to someone's house for like a house party yeah. or like go to a bar and you something. guys
1: have very specifically themed parties too yeah we love a theme I remember last time that I saw you it was when you were going to like a sexy vampire themed <laughs> party <laughs> yeah
3: there. That's theme right there. it was yeah we had there was like a sec- well it was a vampire themed party and I didn't realize that they were all gonna like <laughs> take the sexy route and they're all wearing like BDSM things and like cute fangs and like gelling their hair back. I showed up in like full vampire like <laughs> like white face like, very with like catty the herring and in um, mean, mean Girls. Girls. Yeah, <laughs> like I had I turned my like curtain from my office into like my cape and I like had a whole thing and I showed up and my friends didn't even recognize me. There were friends that were like asking who I was or like if oh, I was okay. a friend of a friend. So that's impressive. Yeah, though. there's a TikTok of it out there if you want to see. Go, um, that's a really plug. Go watch Shannon TikToks. <laughs> At its Shannon Burns. Thank and you.
1: My days off are pretty similar. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much exactly what I did on Sunday. So, nice. thanks. exactly what about you? What yeah. my days off. You take no days off. I was going to say, you just work all the time. I work all the time. You but posted I took a photo a from the ocean. I
2: took a couple of days off where I unplugged a little bit. It was a weekend. Good. On, oh, wow. <laughs> on the uh, holiday.
1: That's So wild. you had to fly somewhere else. So to it's rare. Have it My go.
2: days off are like still on the phone, but in the ocean and stuff.
1: Yeah, that was, there's a That's great on your Instagram You could not make me that. work if I'm near <laughs> an ocean. There's no way. I love that. Okay, question number two is for you, Shannon. Mm-hmm. So Jillian asked, Navigating with your relationship when, with your partner when you're both on your periods—we are synced up messes right now.
3: Yeah. Oh my goodness. My girlfriend and I just like synced up um, a couple months ago. Because so, I was going to say because you've been living together, so that was bad. Yeah. To happen. So it and it has happened, and it's honest. Well, if we want to get like a little TMI, it is there's pros and cons because if we have it at separate times, then that's like half the month that yeah, like, that's is, like get, that energy in the way. That's true. Um, and then it makes it hard to do certain things. Um, but. <laughs> Having it at the same time is like we just – we know that we bug each other and now we can like go into different rooms and like mm-hmm. take care of ourselves and focus on that and I can have a bath and she can go do her thing. So we know when to like be near each other and we know when to like help each other out and then we also know when to like leave each other alone. So it's almost so, better to be synced up because e- then it's like the energy is matched. Yeah. And I never have tampons. I always run out and being in a lesbian relationship is so handy because she will always have some. So it's like – it's great. That's a hack. I love that. Yeah
2: key third mailbag question and this is not called mailbag anymore third third voicemail question sarah (laughs) this one's directed at you because you've done so much traveling this year Mm -hmm. and if you've done a lot of traveling too, jump in big and small trips please share how you budget accordingly for trips and hacks to save money while traveling thanks for the content always been a fan since march shauna march of
1: 2020 specifically that's three years ago
2: that's a long time yeah dedicated.
1: um i put this question in here and then i didn't think about what my answer before <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> started recording which is a very typical thing that happens um one huge thing that's a budget saver for me for travel is i book about half my maybe not half but a quarter of my trips every year on credit card points and i book most of my flights on points so i just put everything in my credit cards and then um, a flight to new york is like twenty-seven thousand points round trip and usually i can get like up to 150,000 points a year when I'm like spending. So nice. that's like my biggest hack for travel is just like get a good travel credit card. I'd say that. And then also just a the hack I've always done is just when you know you're going somewhere, just like out of your paycheck, just put like a little extra money away that you know specifically mm-hmm. is for that trip. Um, staying in hostels is always an option. I don't really do that, but it is an option to save money. Um, but yeah, the credit card thing is kind of just how I afford. And then I'm always have like flight trackers on if I if I know I might want to go yeah, somewhere, yeah, I was gonna say
3: like Hopper is always, yeah, always a good one. Keep, keep I when I know I'm going like somewhere. A hawk, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: like
2: a hawk. I will, I will wait two, three weeks till book.
1: Do you know what I actually just use? So, um, Kara and Nate are like YouTubers, um, travel YouTubers, and they launched this thing called Fair Drop, mm. and it's interesting because it's like a subscription based thing. I paid for like the year I got on Black Friday, and they send you notifications for like flights that have dropped from like all over the world from your airport. So like it'll be like. This round trip flight to Paris is down to like $400 if you like. So it'll send you notifications as well. So I have those. But it's mostly the flight that is the hardest part. And then if I can save there, then I'll. Figure. I'm also not a big foodie so like I'll just eat like snacks, you know snacks I, the yeah. whole time you
2: know what I'll add too is just communication if you're traveling with other people for expectations of like where you're gonna go and what you're gonna do right. so I've traveled with some people that are like let's go on a fancy dinner and I'm looking Mm-mm. to eat some like fast food yeah I don't
3: care I'll eat like a New York pizza and bagels every yeah, single day Like I I'm not looking to spend a lot of money on food yeah. yeah usually like once a year I go on a trip I have like a group of lesbian friends in America <laughs> every country I have a group of queer friends um, and we'll and an Airbnb together and there's typically like 10 of us so mm-hmm. by the time that you break that down it's so dirt cheap to yeah. stay somewhere and because we all just like don't see each other very often we'll, we won't go out a ton and won't go to restaurants and things and we'll just like do a big grocery haul and then cook a lot of meals at the Airbnb and then kind of do That's that so, nice. so those trips end up costing like nothing yeah
1: when you go with bigger groups yeah but then you also have to deal with a big group of people. Which, if you don't see them a lot, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the show today, yeah. Shannon. Izzy's gonna bring you out something. Okay, so I'm not taking credit for this. Izzy, our amazing AP, she calls herself an intern, but I swear to God she's paid. Um, she had this idea to start giving our guests little self care kits oh, based on the like, things they do. So yesterday we went and picked up everything to protect your voice because your oh, voice that's is so your job. Nice.
3: Thank you guys so much. <laughs> oh, oh I see some like- honey in there, some tea. I love
1: Nivea. I'm obsessed. Okay, amazing. I'm glad. Oh my goodness. This is your little self care basket
3: i love this thank you so much this is uh, so sweet thanks for coming on
1: the show of course. um we're gonna go hang out now but thank you all to, <laughs> for listening as always um make sure you give us all the positive feedback we want the thumbs up the subscribes the downloads all the things that make us look good uh so we can chart every I was gonna week. say,
2: i'm no longer in mexico so if you're in mexico please watch that a few times <laughs> we're trying to stay top of the charts
1: whether you watched or listened i hope you come back next week and we will see you then